Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Hello, and welcome to our 200th episode with your host, myself, Jeff Hall, and Patrick Terry. Hey, it's like old time intro. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to a very well to me it's very special and I'm sure it is to you as well. Uh a very two hundredth episode. It's honestly I'm kinda still trying to process that. Mm-hmm. That we have done this for two hundred episodes, and that's not even including some of our special episodes and things like that that are probably put us just, you know, over that but i mean here we are man yep two double zero two double o <laughs> and uh next month well shoot in a matter of weeks we'll celebrate our four-year anniversary which that to me still is crazy yeah i mean who knew <laughs> who knew <laughs> yeah i mean if you think about it okay so your daughter's what 16 almost 17 well, 17 now, as of last... 17 now, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 17, York is 12 and a half. We'll do the halves, so why not? He he wouldn't do the half now because he's past that, but... He's 12 and a half. Grayson's 8 and a half, and here we mm-hmm. are. I mean, just think about where we are as far as what movies we're covering for them. And yeah. just, like, our trajectory from when it started. Uh, I mentioned before we started recording that today is the five-year anniversary of, well, according to my memories, uh, five years ago today, I took Grayson to go see the movie Show Dogs with, uh, you know, it, was, it had Will Arnett and and uh, Natasha Leone, and it had a bunch of voice actors, you know, doing the voice acting of these dogs. And, you know, Grayson was three and a half then, and now here we are. Here we are. I took both kids separately because mm-hmm. I'll get into that. But took both kids separately to go see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And yeah, it's just yeah. And York's also watching more adult movie. Not I don't want to say adult movies. That sounds horrible. Um, mature. There you go. Yes. <laughs> still sound. Still doesn't. Still, 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 still not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, it, but. I'm able to show him movies I've, you know, that are some of my favorites because his his tastes have matured. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, it, yeah. But yeah. And, you know, Grayson's getting there and it's just it's just crazy. It's just interesting how we uh, kind of just evolve um, just in general. But no, yeah. man, happy 200. Here we yeah. are. Yeah. Thinking about the how the taste in movies change, like. My daughter's like a little little chicken, but she likes horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> that still surprises me. I'm like, you really want to watch these movies? Yeah, but during the day, not at night. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. So, so other than that, what is new, my friend? Um, uh, not not too much. I mean, this past Friday, well, this past Saturday, uh, my aunt came down for her birthday, which was Friday. Yep. And which she has no shame in saying, 65 years old, or hey. years young. Yes, very young. Spring yep. chicken. Yep. And um, we ended up going to Green Hills location 
of mm-hmm. pancake. I mean, cheesecake factory. And um, I mean, the food was okay from what I ordered, but um, we had somebody come finishing up the dishwasher here. So my aunt and her husband and my cousin and her friend got there mm-hmm. before us. So it was a party of nine. So they got got the section where they have the parties, and they right. kept har- harassing like, "Are your people coming? Because this is where we usually keep." You know, have the party section, and so because it's like just chill, they're on the way, you know. And so when we get there, like nobody else is sitting in that area, you know, or anything. Like they just, it, it just start it didn't start off great, right? <laughs> that way, um, my aunt's burger she had to send back twice because it just still had too much too much pink red going on. Um, but other than that, it was a good good overall experience of seeing my aunt. At least one of my cousins, the other two didn't make it, but um. She was happy that everybody showed up. So that's, that's, good. that's most most important. Cool. Um, yeah, not too not too too much going on. Grayson had her, you know, finished up her week of. She actually went to like outdoor camp, you know, as opposed to just going to her gymnastics place where they do like a day camp during the day. And um, but yeah, uh, she actually went to an outdoor camp for a week, and she lost her hat and her. Her hat, her sunscreen, and her goggles on the first day. I was like, oof, rough start already. And it's her first time ever going to an outdoor camp. This is York's first year not going. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she, you know, she had, I think if York would have been there, you know, it would have been a little bit easier to keep track of things, maybe, even though they would have been in separate areas because of their age and everything. But still. Uh, Well, Tuesday, she found her hat when, no, sorry. That was on Monday, Tuesday, she found her sunscreen. And Wednesday, she found her hat. Okay. Goggles are still in my but We have like four pairs of goggles, so it's not like it's a huge loss. Yeah. At least not to me. Well, that's <laughs> we'll the go, worst we'll thing that happens. Everything yeah. looking up from there. Nope. <laughs> yep. No new bug bites from what I could tell. No ticks. And, you know, just a little bit of color. But, you yeah. know, her fails, fair skin you know, can only help. <laughs> so... And she had a great time and saw one of her uh, friends that she used to go to uh, like pre like pre-K. Mm-hmm. She used to go to pre-K with and they went to dance until you know, her friend left dance. But yeah, she, so she got to see her and she hadn't seen her in a while. So that was nice. That's good. And then York just chilled. Yep. Chilled. He's uh, he's given that 3D printer a workout for sure. Yeah. So, uh yeah that's uh i guess that's about it on that end oh and then friday because uh, i thought about taking both kids to go see spider-verse thursday night mm-hmm. we'd go after Krav, you know ruth really didn't want to go she hasn't seen the first one so yeah. she was just cool just having a nice relaxing night at home. <laughs> i was like all right until we're uh on the way to go pick grayson up and he says hey daddy i was like yeah uh my friends are gonna go see are getting together to go see Spider-Verse tomorrow at 7. Can I go? I'm like, I said, well, of course, but you also know I'm going to go too, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I won't sit next to you guys. You know, I'll sit yeah. away from y'all. Y'all can sit wherever you want, but I'm obviously going to go because I'm not going to not see it. <laughs> so right. right. He's like, okay, cool. So we didn't go Thursday. And Grace has got gymnastics, and it was going to, like, the times weren't going to match, you know, working to she wasn't going to be able to make it. So I told her, yeah. I will. So I'm going to take him for, you know, to let him go with his friends Friday. I will take you this weekend. Okay. Okay. So that way she's not. Yeah. Yeah. 
too upset. So, yep. uh, so it worked out. And so I saw it Friday with him and his friends and they had a great time. They loved it. You know, this, uh, much to a lot of people that don't realize this is a part one of two parts. Uh, when in the movie ended it, it, when the movie stopped where it stopped, they couldn't believe it because they said it was like the worst ending. Like, well, it's not, it's, it's, I mean, it's a it's a cliffhanger, but it's not necessarily an ending. It's just a stopping point. Yeah. So I had to explain all of that, and then had to explain how beyond the Spider Verse, which is going to be a follow-up, <coughs> it comes out March 29th next year. Yeah. Oh, nine months. They could wait nine months. Yeah. As opposed to three years. But they had a great time, and then yeah, Sunday I took Grayson, and so everybody has seen it that wants to see it in our house. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think my daughter saw the first one, so I'm, I doubt that she's wanting to see this one. Yeah. So, but um, my she's supposed to be here this weekend, so we'll see. She'll probably want to see the Boogeyman, which I still haven't watched. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't decided if I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, maybe I'll go see the Machine instead. <laughs> yeah. Still got to see that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Friday and Saturday, I didn't really do much movie watching because one yeah. Friday I thought was doing birthday that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Saturday. We ended up going later than I thought. So when we finally did it, I was like, dang, that's two movies right there. I missed out. But that's I try right. to make up for it. Yeah. It, it was cool. Okay. Got, some, got some rest time. So Yeah, which is yeah. also always encouraged. Yeah. As somebody that never gets enough in, but will happily preach to others about you should definitely get some rest. Yeah. And then not listen to myself because, you know, to do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> right much like me training people at work just <laughs> to do as i say not as i do field of stuff yeah uh but yeah all in all man great great weekend it was hot but you know it was still nice yeah i finally this is the most adult thing i probably will say the entire episode i got a month's worth of recycling finally taken care of and it was the biggest most satisfying feeling of accomplishment that I've had in a good minute. <laughs> hey, productivity. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, uh, what was it? The last line of the office was, you know, there's beauty and there's beauty in ordinary things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's kind of, you know, for me, that's what it was. I, I had to take Ruth's car cause she has her trunks bigger and can hold more. And so I took her car, but I was, you know, I got all that done. I got all this done before like eight yesterday so i was like and, i got a bird yeah I got, yeah okay. like i got a bird like i got a bird like i could i didn't even sleep in because i'm like nope i got too much i want to get done today yeah I'm get up early while everybody's sleeping i'm gonna go to x y and z done and then carry on with my day there you go i did i got up got uh got up made some coffee started loading everything up went to recycling got that done went to kroger got a you know take the trash you know the uh like the Kroger bags and Target mm-hmm. bags, that stuff. They've got a recycling place for bags there. So I dropped all of that off and then went and got some fruit and a few things. Yeah. <clears throat> and then went and got Bruce's car washed and vacuumed out because, you know, I'm going to waste. I'm already doing that. Like, I'm already, use, I'm already in the car and using it. Let me go ahead and yeah, do that. And surpri- yeah. Yep. Went it up, surprise her with that. And then got, and then went and got some breakfast and came home. Boom. All that. I was home before nine. Nice. <laughs> I was, yeah. Still got the rest of the day to do nothing. It was great. 
Yeah. I mean, it was nothing, but I'd still got some stuff done. I was looking for, I was looking for a couple of things for my grandfather. Um, yeah. Not for him, from him um, that I brought back or at least thought I brought back, but apparently I'd, I didn't find it, but I found a couple other things and I got a little cleaning done out of the garage. So that was good. Um, but yeah. And then watched my second movie and then met up with them and Grace and I went to Spider-Verse and then picked yeah. up York on the way home and then just chilled. So it's great. Cool. Yep. That's the way I like my Sundays. Just kind of ease into it, have a little bit of chill time. Usually in the morning I have some chill time, but yesterday I, instead of chill time, I chose productivity. So yeah. All right. No worries. Here we are. But yeah. I'll, I'll good though. Uh, before we get started, I want to, of course, because it's our 200th episode, I always want to give a shout out to, most importantly, to people that listen. Thank you. And if you've been listening for a while, thank you even more. And for those of you that are fairly new listeners, welcome and thank you for joining us and listening to us talk about movies and about our families and everything in between. Uh, and, of course, a special thank you to all our guests who have agreed to come on, take time out of their very busy days and schedules to talk movies and um, what they're working on. We appreciate we more than you know more than anything appreciate you for doing that because I know how hard it, I know what a sacrifice that is um, to take time out of a busy schedule to do that. So thank you for doing that, and we continue to hope to have you all on again in the future so here we go 200 let's roll all right i've stretched Good. i've stretched I've, I've stretched i'm on my second cup of coffee i'm ready to roll man all right all right trailers we've got one <laughs> i stretched just for that yep nope. uh there's a new trailer for charlie day's new movie fool's paradise uh that's a comedy that's rated R and it's an hour and 38 minutes long. It's a very short synopsis. A fool for love becomes an accidental celebrity only to lose it all. Written and directed by Charlie Day, uh, starring Charlie Day, uh, Dr. Ken Jung, Kate Beckinsale, Adrian Brody, Jason Sudeikis, Ray Liotta, uh, Steve Coulter, Jason Bateman, Edie Falco, Mary Elizabeth Ellis, a.k.a. Charlie Day's wife, um, Drew Droge, Artemis Pedani, and Jimmy Simpson. Yeah, a big cast. So uh, I know you can you can rent or buy it on Amazon Prime or on iTunes, mm-hmm. or whatever they call it now. Um, but I think it's still either coming to theater or playing in theaters. It might even be out. I think it's been playing. Um, But yeah, so it's, it is available to watch. So yeah, I like Charlie day. I'm curious. I'll probably end up watching it at some point. Yeah. The trailer looks interesting. Yeah. So, um, this week we do have transformers rise of the beast coming out. So yeah, I'm, so I'm obviously we're going to go see it. Um, I have gone back though. I rewatched the the original, mm-hmm. and yeah, that movie is still solid. You know, it, yeah, the first one, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that first one just, I, I just, I'm like, 
this is just really, really good. This like everything from, you know, the, from the story, the acting, like Shia LaBeouf's like great in this. Like he's yeah. just, yeah, it's great. And, uh, I still, I love his parents, uh, Kevin Dunn. And I forgot the actress's name that plays his mom, but they're hilarious. I love them. I mean, really in the entire franchise, I love his parents. Yeah. Um, they're still my favorite part. I feel like they improvise a lot, which is awesome because they play off each other really well. The special effects is good, even though I still prefer the Bumblebee movie style. Um, style of the way the Transformers actually look. Yeah. I still prefer that OG kind of style as opposed, as opposed to what's in the first movie. Uh, but it's still good. And I, um, yeah just overall like everything is just balanced you know just yeah. flows real well and then these other ones just kind of kind of go they off the rails off at their peak <laughs> yes they, I mean, uh, so bumblebee i still like the third one like i like was it a not age of extension that's uh dark of the moon that's the one where they're in chicago and i actually still like that one i don't yeah. know if i like it more because i saw it in 3d because that mm-hmm. one was Oh, that one was awesome in 3D. Is that the is that the last one with Shia LaBeouf? Is that the last one with him in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Revenge of the Fallen, I think, was the second one. That one I didn't. That one was okay, but it's not. It's it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, the but uh, Dark of the Moon I really liked, and then what was the Age of Extinction with the dinosaurs, dinobots. That one, not as much. It was, yeah. That was Anthony Hopkins, right, sir? Yeah. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. No, 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 no. no that was no. Uh, the last. That's that's most. That's the last number five. That's uh, the last night. Okay. Okay. It's, you know, night. Yeah. Night. Anyways. <sighs> and now we got Beast Wars, pretty much. So. Yeah. We'll see. It's no more Mark Wahlberg's. We got Anthony Ramos from In the Heights. Mm-hmm. So. If he doesn't rap in this, I'm sad. No rapping, no dancing with jazz. Come on, <laughs> jazz and RC can't do a can't do a musical number. You never Nonsense. know. <laughs> you never know. That's true. I don't. Maybe for once they didn't put everything in the trailer. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know who the bad guy is. I actually, I think it's Unicron. I think that's actually because I think that was at the end of the fifth one. It was Unicron? I feel like. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Most of them I don't it's remember. Right. So, uh, right. Well, yeah. I'm going back and I'm doing. I'm taking one for the team and going back and trying to rewatch them before. Yeah. Godspeed. <laughs> Thank you. Like I'd probably watch the first one and then Bumblebee. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, no, and Bumblebee's great. Like that one, top to bottom. And I did. I mean, from what I've seen from the trailers. It does look like they've actually kind of taken a number from Bumblebee as far as like the the character let's say rendering design. There we go. Character design yeah. of the Transformers. Like Optimus Prime in this one looks more traditional than the previous. True. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. But that's really about it as far as uh, what we have coming out, other than you know what other than what decides to pop up on streaming. I right. did see 
shoot, what was it? Uh, give me a second, I'll look. There was something that was a new release that was going to be coming to one streaming, either Peacock or Paramount, uh, soon, but it isn't out yet. That's obnoxious. Oh, Renfield is going to be coming to... Um, it just says coming soon. It doesn't actually say when. Oh, wait, never mind. June 9th. June 9th, Renfield will be coming to Peacock. So if you haven't had a chance to watch it and, and would like to, there you go. June 9th. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I knew it was... And I was like, I knew it was one of those two. It's one of the P1s. Yeah. yeah. You know, when we were talking about uh, Terrifier coming to stream in mm-hmm. the, the second one, and then they're putting the first one back in theaters in July, so they are working mm-hmm. on the third one. So I was like, eh, oh, okay. I kind of figured. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. So, how that... Did you also see that uh, they are, because you, cause we talked about this when we talked about Fast 10, about how, about how the, uh, or maybe we didn't. So, I think it's. I think we can go ahead and say this. There, because there's been articles put out. So the Rock is coming back, and he's getting his own spinoff, a Hobbs No Shaw spinoff, just a Hobbs. Yeah. Uh, he's getting his own movie. Yeah. Because you know the whole Black Adam thing didn't 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 go as planned, and which is fine. You know, whenever you just adapt and move on to move on to something that you know will work. Yeah. And so since. Uh, Black Adam, that whole thing went kaputs, and apparently, I guess Jungle Cruise wasn't as yeah. didn't wasn't as big a hit as they were hoping for. But drop I mean, granted, also it got, <laughs> yeah. So boom, boom, that's two things that he was planning on having like sequels for. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you know, going he's going back to what you know to the franchise that's still you know still uh, <laughs> producing and. So not only is he going to be back for number 11, uh, he's also going to, because that's also been the news, so I'm not really spoiling anything that hadn't been on social media f- for the past week or so. Yeah. Um, he's, but yeah, I saw, I saw an article, yet a couple articles yesterday that he's coming back and he's going to get his own spinoff. Yeah. It's crazy. I think that was part also, of the deal. I think that was like the only way I'm coming yeah, back to yeah. this is if I get this. I'm like, all right, <laughs> cool. They need you. You want us to make more money? Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. need. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, and, and on that, I saw an article where Vin Diesel apparently blamed Jason Momoa for some of the, like he's like Jason Momoa stole the spotlight from him basically because he was probably the better received. You know, portions of the movie because of his overacting yeah. and all that, and I was like, you mean Man. because he was acting? Yeah, he was because of his acting. his acting. <laughs> yeah, he was in character having he fun. He was with overacting. It. I mean, he was definitely yeah. overacting, but yeah, he I was. I think that was his intent. I think he meant. I think he meant to do that. Yeah. But um, but I mean, if that's true, that well, because Diesel's... these are because these are just two dimensional cardboard cutout characters. Otherwise, yep. Yeah, so he's like, much yeah, the same. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. Do that. I, just, I need to be a little bit more than that. So, yeah. yeah. The freshest thing death. in the movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it worked because it's like he's not mm-hmm. doing like everybody else. And I don't he's see him work. becoming part of the family. <laughs> if not he does, not. then that's going to, I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't see that happening. Yeah. You know, if they find. I can see. The, <laughs> no, go ahead. 
No, I was gonna say when they when they if they do finally beat him, I, I, he'll probably be dead, dead, <laughs> yeah. or locked up or something. He'll be Michael Myers in the last Halloween movie, <laughs> <laughs> right? But the grinder. Uh, but yeah, it. I don't know. I just. I don't. I don't want to get. So I I listened to the uh, to the latest uh, episode of How Did This Get Made, and they just went. And they covered Fast X, and it has uh, Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen as their as their co-hosts. And they were talking about, you know, just the onset beefs between different people, and why you had to film different scenes without other people there because mm-hmm. they don't get along. I was like, and it's the most ironic thing ever because it's a movie all about family, and yet er- nobody on set gets along. <laughs> Practically. It's a contradiction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the whole... it's, that's the most acting ever. <laughs> it's kind of like going back to what you said. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> You're right. We're about family, like that, but on set, not so much. But that's what, that's what we put on camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get that money. That's acting. Yeah. Oh, bless. But yeah, it, it's it's funny. But, but I'm on board. I, I don't care. Just yeah. go up, do your job. Go do your job and then go home or go to your trailer, whichever show for your thing. Do your thing. That's it. Collect that check at the end. That's it. Just do your, do your part. You know, don't, don't just phone it in. Do your part. That's it. It's like going to work. (laughs) It's just a job. It's your job slash career. Do what needs to be done. So you can keep getting work. Exactly. I mean, we both have people we don't get along with at work, but yet we still go. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we have to work with those people and just go do our thing and then we leave. Yeah. And then when we don't have to be around them, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> we just, just not. Uh, bless. That's all right. Uh, all right. Let us, um, let us dive into the Spider-Verse. Our feature presentation today is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Formerly known as Spider-Man <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. They dropped the Part 1. Instead, the second movie, the second part of this movie, is titled Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. And that will drop, we'll just say, as of right now, it is scheduled to be released March 29th, 2024. Yeah. So nine months. Yeah. Almost. I mean, it's practically April at that point. We're two days away from April. True. Uh, movie is PG with a runtime of two hours twenty minutes for an animated movie. <laughs> two yeah. hours twenty minutes. Uh, Miles Morales catapults across the multiverse where he encounters a team of Spider People charged with protecting its very existence. When the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat. Miles must redefine what it means to be a hero. What's the danger? Uh, movie was directed by Joaquin, Joaquin Dos Santos and Kemp Powers, along with uh, Justin K. Thompson. And written by Phil Lord, Chris Miller, Dave Callahan, and, of course, characters by Stanley. Yeah. With the voice talents of Shamik Moore reprising his role as Miles, 
Haley Steinfeld reprising her role as Gwen Stacy. Brian Tyree Henry as uh, Miles' dead lieutenant, soon to be captain. Uh, Jeff Morales. Luna Lauren Velez reprising her role as Rio Morales. Jenk Johnson as Peter B. Parker. Oscar Isaac as Miguel O'Hara, also known as Spider-Man 2099. Jason Schwartzman as The Spot, which his, his character is, yes. That was perfect casting, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, that was just beautiful casting on that one. Uh, Issa Rae as Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman. Daniel Kaluuya as Hobie Brown, a.k.a. Spider-Punk. Uh, Karan Sony as Pivotar uh, Propacar, I think it's how you pronounce it, uh, which is like Spider, Spider-Man Spider India, I think is what mm-hmm. they called it. I yeah. don't know. I'm trying to remember the pop figure. <laughs> I'm trying to remember yeah. the pop figure. Uh, Spider-Man India. And, and uh, Shea Wiggum as... Gwen Stacy's dad, Captain George Stacy, and then others that, uh, yeah, it was awesome. So it was great. And there's, I mean, there's a bunch that are getting credit for like just archival footage or uh, archival, uh, you know, stuff from like the previous movie. Yeah. So as well. So yeah. So Miles is kind of been doing his thing. He's off. He's off uh, trying to you know keep Brooklyn safe, and he's just thinking he's got this Spider-Man thing all worked out. Uh, he's even he's even like a guest host Jeopardy. He mm-hmm. he over here sponsoring baby powder, and then having to apologize for sponsoring baby powder, which yeah. I just think is pretty funny. Like, oh, celebrity status is what you get. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so he's. Doing his thing. He's um, he's still in his you know special school, but somehow getting a B in Spanish, which it's yeah, that was that was great. That was great. Yeah. Uh, I was like, dang! It's like you trying. It's like you trying to get killed by your mom. Like, like of all things to yeah. not get an A in. Like, come on, hey. come on! It's uh. just easy. Yeah, but no. Yeah, and you know, a lot of it is he's also being preoccupied because he misses Gwen, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he's just struggling with that. But he ends up meeting this character in that's trying to rob a ATM known as the Spot, mm-hmm. and you find out in this movie that the Spot is essentially a character that was created due to the collider collapsing in the last at the end of the last movie. Yeah. So this character was made essentially um, at the end of the, the previous uh, inside the inside the spider. Yeah. Into into the spider. Into. Yeah. There you go. That works too. <laughs> um, and so you're like, oh, snap. So, and he basically has, the spots are like little black holes that are, I guess, more or less portals, almost. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of, I started thinking about Acme cartoons with yes. Wally Coyote doing out yep. portals, like, 
but his you don't know where it's gonna go. Like he hasn't quite fine tuned no, his ability yet. He hasn't quite fine tuned yes. it. He needs some more training. It's so like when he first did it to go into the ATM, he ends up reaching for an item on the on the shelf, and he finally yeah. finally got what he wanted, and then ended up pushing it through the street. So he's still got right. some things, some kinks to work out. <laughs> some kinks to work out indeed. And Spider Man, of course, thinks this is like you know Miles thinks this is like piece of cake, you know, just. Yeah. Freak of the week type of thing that you that you would get like at a on a Buffy episode or something. You're just a freak of the week. We'll we'll work this out. Yeah. And he even calls him. He's just a villain of the week. And of course, he then Spock kind of like take gets really offended by that. (laughs) What did you say? I'm your nemesis. (laughs) Yeah, I'm your nemesis. You created me. You're the reason why I am like this. And obviously, Patrick and I. In 200 episodes, if we have, there's only one episode I could think of that we didn't do a special episode where we spoiled something, but we did mention ahead of time we were going to. Mm-hmm. We are not going to spoil. We have not spoiled an episode since unless we did a special episode. We are going to, in 200 episodes, 199 have been spoiler free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put that on a review. 199 spoiler free. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyways, we're not going to spoil this movie either, okay? Because we want everybody to have the same enjoyment we had when we went and saw it. However, if it's been in the trailer, we're gonna we'll talk about it. You yeah. know, we'll broad strokes. We're not going to give any major plot points or any thing to join. Going to be like, oh my god! But it's, it's us. We got this. <laughs> we got this. We're seasoned. We get. Yeah. We're two hundred in seasoned. All right. <laughs> But yeah, so the spot is a character that is it is it is a very interesting character because it's not really like visually much to look at. Like you're like, oh, it's just some guy that you think is wearing a suit. No, that's just his actual skin. You can can see some of the the drawing, like where he started off as the Mm -hmm. the different like that was cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a character that's trying to figure out who he is. There's not. Like his family's turning against him. He has literally nobody. Yeah. And so he's trying to do, make the best of what he can do with his, with what he has. Yep. So and I he's can't, still, can't and he's obviously pissed. At, yep. Can't get a job. He has, you know, his family won't talk to him. Like there's so many things going on. And so he's having to, um, so he's just trying to make the best of what he has. Yeah. And so poor Peter, you know, it's just like, uh, why would you, like, why would you do this? Basically, you know, it's like, he's like, why? Well, I'm not your nemesis. No, you created me and I created you. That's yeah. how it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how it goes. Yeah. I'm your nemesis. And then, uh, but we also get a lot more backstory as far as or more character development. We'll say with Gwen Stacy too, mm-hmm. in her, yeah. her universe with her dad, her and her dad and her Peter, what happened to her Peter Parker and, Get a clear scope uh, of what happened there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and basically, the stakes you in the relationship, the st- relationship strain between her and her dad. Yeah. And <clears throat> and so she ends up. Uh, they had an anomaly that popped up in her universe, and you get. Um, so you end up getting uh, a lot of. You get. Spider-Man 29, Miguel O'Hara, 
Mm-hmm. And you get Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, pop in to help basically try and def- de- defeat this anomaly. Right. And that has shown up. And so, of course, now Gwen Stacy is trying to figure out how they were able to travel, you know, how, she was, how they were able to travel multiverses. Right. And she misses, she misses Miles, too. Yeah, because she misses she Miles, too. She's like, I... I want to get back to him. I, you know, I hate the way we were left and everything. And so we, she ends up having to, something occurs and she ends up going with Miguel and Jessica to learn, basically to learn about this, you know, this, whenever the collider exploded, it caught, you know, they thought they were saving the multiverse then but all i did was create more problems yeah like that's so some some now they're left trying to they're now being charged to take there's care still of some it. cracks yeah. there yeah yeah cracks there you yeah go. it so while doing so i guess you know the the spot is also part of the problem so when you know trot is able to you know, after a few months i guess of training and whatnot she's able she goes back to help kind of spy and make sure that the spot doesn't create any more, does not grow stronger and, you know, basically figure out how to use his powers because that can be detrimental to obviously the rest in the multiverse. Yeah. And, and like they did in the trailer, they did, um, they did kind of do a, a wink and a nod to, uh, to no way home. So yeah, with Dr. Strange and with, um, Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Yeah. So that that was a nice touch. So we know kind it's connected. That's Sony's way of saying we are connected. <laughs> yep. Pretty much <laughs> like no no no. Let's, this is this is all connected. part of the same gig whether you want it to be or not. So yeah. it, connected. It, it was great though. It, it, yeah. It was there's a lot of good nuggets of um Easter eggs and surprise things that popped up. Mm-hmm. And, um but it was cool to get more backstory on Gwen kind of get clear what her what she dealt with before she met Miles for the first time what she was dealing with that she didn't really show but you know she had that right. weight on her um, and of course no matter what Spider-Man always ends up somehow being like an anti-hero no matter who's Spider-Man something always yeah. happens where they just like become kind of like again similar to Batman he's a vigilante you know he's a menace you know doesn't right. follow the rules so but um yeah, visually, same art style from stunning. the first one, and it's just stunning. Yes, um, it would have been cool to watch this in 3D. I wish yeah, I had, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so yeah. 1,000 animators working on it, 1,000 animators. Wow. They added, uh, let's see, it has 240 characters, mm-hmm. and it takes place in six universes. Wow, so that's essentially six different animation styles. Yeah. Because one thing I enjoyed about the first one is that the you know the group of the spider group each had a different animation style to them, mm-hmm. which yeah. I thought was awesome. That and they continued that in this one too, which is great. Um, was it uh, not Scarlet Spider? Is it Scarlet Spider? Andy Samberg's character, I think it's Scarlet Spider, uh, with the blue shirt. It looks like a blue like sweatshirt. 
the one who's just cut off. struggling with his thoughts. <laughs> yes. Just slightly overdramatic. Yes, yeah. I love it. One of my favorite characters in this one. Uh, like his animation style was drastically, it's very early 90s kind of mm-hmm. style. And I like I, I like that. And then his character was just awesome. I, that's one of my favorites, I think, now. Um, yeah. I want to see him and Spider-Man Noir interact. That would be, like, amazing. <laughs> yeah, because first when, it's I, too when, very I heard like, when I heard the voice, I'm like, no, that's not quite who I think it is, but it's in the same range yeah. voice. Yeah. But, um, I, go ahead. But, no, I was just going to say, I, I thought it was hilarious. I started cracking up because uh, there's one scene where that Spider-Man is in Scarlet Spiders in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look. I said... Andy Samberg still can't leave Brooklyn. He's still Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. No doubt. Uh, no, it was it was great. Um, but yeah, like the various different animation styles, and then the way even in like the universe, the animation style will change to when an event happens. We'll just say yeah. in that universe, and the you'll see. Uh, and it just, I don't know, it was beautiful. Beautiful to watch. Yeah. It, it, was, it was good that they kept, had a variety of looks. That way yes. it just didn't get stale or like, oh, this looks the same. It just, it's, it's art. And it really, <laughs> and, and it helps distinguish which universe you're in. So you're not like, well, are they in this one or are they in that yeah. one? Like, which one? Because they're cutting away the same, especially if you're in, if you're dealing with two different universes at the same time. So when you cut away. Yeah. Um, you're not confused as to which one you're watching. Like it's there'll be some there should be some visual cues to say, well, this is different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it it, it was just breathtaking. I I love this animation anyway. There are these these last two movies just animation alone. But you know, it is interesting. Um, it is uh kind of interesting though just to watch. Like York watching, I didn't. You know, York was with his friends about two rows down, so mm-hmm. I pay him any mind. But Grayson was right next to me, and I told her ahead of time this movie's going to be long. It's two hours and twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you still want to go see it? She said yes. All right, let's go. Got her. You know, so we went uh, like one o'clock show, and so and she just got done swimming for like an hour and a half. So I thought, okay, she's going to be ready to just chill she may even fall asleep you know yeah. and she didn't because she wouldn't sit still and it was driving me nuts she would not she was so squirmy during the entire movie she just would not she just couldn't get comfortable i don't know what or maybe just because there is as much as there's there are things that are happening in this movie but there is a lot of just talking yeah and explaining so it's not just straight up action the entire movie. It's not like Fast X where it's just set piece to set piece to set piece. I you could use a break here and there. Yeah. It is this one's got a lot more slower kind of talking moments. Because mm-hmm. it's trying to explain things. Plus it's trying to, you know, like a good movie, it's trying to do character development and <clears throat> have these arcs for all of these different characters. So there's gonna be a lot more slower moments where there's more dramatic things and more talking going on. And that for an we'll say eight and a half almost nine year old is a little bit harder for her to 
don't want to say comprehend. It's just not interesting to her. Yeah. But she still liked it. She still liked it. But it was just difficult at times for her. And I'm like, oh, my God, girl, I'm about to strap you down. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like, hey, God, what are we like regressing four years? Like, right. But I mean, she's but she still enjoyed it. And thank God I'd already seen it once. So yeah. it wasn't too distracting. But geez. Come on. Yeah. Simmer down. Uh. But yeah, she did. Uh, again, like this, the animation's great. Uh, it was. Uh, I guess they ended up. Uh, so the animation department uh, teams were named after New York City neighborhoods, like uh, neighborhoods and streets: Chelsea, Bedford, Stonewall, Weaver, Mulberry, Flatbush, and Elm. So. Yep. Also, this is Oscar Isaac's fourth Marvel project after playing Apocalypse and X-Men Apocalypse 2016. Uh, Miguel O'Hara, okay, Spider-Man 29, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, Jake Jake's name is in Moon Knight. So, yeah, he's, he's, hitting, he's hitting all of them. <laughs> yeah. And then also playing, also playing Poe Dameron in the Star Wars so hitting all them Disney ones. Yep. Got his own multiverse going on. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's It'd be something for Deadpool to play uh, with. <laughs> Which is I'm kinda I'm kinda this kind of sidetracked. I'm kinda concerned about this next Deadpool since the writer strike's going on and Ryan can't do his improvs like he normally right. does. Sure, he might only be able to do improvs. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean like they said he can't since he's one of the writers, he can't deviate from the script. That they have written, so they can't make any oh. changes. Like other actors that aren't credited as writers can make small changes, but since he's, he might as well just take himself off as a writer. <laughs> just, just like I'm, I, would. I didn't write this. Yeah, just take yourself off as a writer. Don't get credit for it. You can do your thing. But yeah, just a little little side. Uh, I do like how they have kept. Uh, J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson, no matter what. Yeah. They've kept it in the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, but also as well in Tobey Maguire ones. I, you know, basically all of them. He's only he's the only J. Jonah Jameson other than, I guess, the animated uh, TV stuff. But got some consistency. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, I really, yeah, I just really, really, really enjoyed this movie. And Peter Peter B. Parker's, you know, story arc with him and his baby, yeah, him and him and MJ's baby. Her own witch. Like, hold on, this is not very good. <laughs> this is not good parenting. <laughs> Their own mask. Yep. Yep. Like it's a knitted one too. <laughs> the knitted probably, hat she just pulls down. He probably made it too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's true. I, and yet, the most unbelievable thing in this entire movie, out of all the things that happened, was that he was able to keep his house slippers on the entire time. I noticed that. <laughs> I was like, and they weren't even like to... it weren't like you know house slippers with like a with a heel like no, no. backing or anything. literal slide in slippers. Slip on. Literally <laughs> slip slippers. On. Yeah, I was like, how do you manage? Let's get it. He's just comfortable. Uh, that's, that's comfortable, Spider Man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I loved it. It was it was great. Uh, and again, the movie will end 
at a stopping point. It will not be an ending. It will just be a stopping point for part two to pick up. And yeah, I mean, people are going to be like, what the hell? But then they're going to be like, I can't wait. Right. (laughs) It's the what the hell because they're excited that because they want to know what happens next. And that's the way you want to leave people. I mean, like going in, I knew it was, you know, something coming afterwards. I was still like, what? (laughs) Like, well, all right, it makes sense. (laughs) Oh, the the music buildup was enough. I already knew it was about that. I said, yeah, because I even said, oh, is the movie about to stop? Oh, was a movie about, like I said, that like three different times. Yeah. And if I have a gripe about this movie, and it's a very small one, but if I have, you know, anything negative, I guess, to say about this movie is that I wish it would have been like 30 to 45 minutes shorter. Yeah, because it's about they could have kept it the first under, one. Like, yeah, make it like even like even the first one was an hour and 56 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, keep it like 145, 150 for kids. <laughs> Yeah, you know, for us adults, yeah, we don't care. But when you're taking when you're taking kids to go see movies like this, it's hard for them to. I mean, look at my look at Grayson. It's hard for them to sit still for two hours, yeah, even at nine see. or almost nine. Yeah, yeah. Because so. yeah, I was that's why I was feeling like, even though it's not all animated, but Little Mermaid. I'm like, my niece was wanting to see it, but I'm like it's two hours. Right. <laughs> it's like I don't think yes. she's definitely not. She's up. She's four. She's not gonna sit still. Right. At oh, all. No. no. Especially once I they go to the surface and it's all humans, like yeah, you're a loser yeah. at that point. <laughs> yep. Wait till wait till it comes to Disney Plus. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good stuff though. Stuff. Um. All right. Yeah. Check it out. Spider Verse. All right. It's all you, man. Alrighty. Well, since I didn't make it to the theater to watch the Boogeyman. I uh, watched a movie on Netflix called Super Me, which was released April 9th, 2021. And a uh, runtime of an hour and 42 minutes, directed by Chong Zhang, starring Darren Wang as Sang Woo, uh, Song Jia as Hua Er, um, Kyle Bing Kung as Song Gi or Song Ji. Uh, Wu Gang as uh, Kyung Ji, uh, Chin Shei Shae as the old pancake vendor, um, Wang Ziyi as Guang Zai, and Kevin Lee as Scar. That's the simplest name. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Um, it's about a young screenwriter who starts bringing valuable objects back from his short memory, short nightmares of being chased by a demon. And selling them makes him rich. So Sang Woo is like is an upcoming screenwriter who's not doing so well. He's you know, he's broke, going through those early phases. Um, so he can't pay rent, can barely feed himself, and he's having these nightmares that keeps him awake more than sleep. He can't sleep. Um, so he spends most of his time trying to write the best he can since he's not sleeping. Um, he's even gone as far as to reach out to those in the know about dreams and try to understand what's going on with them. Um, Mm -hmm. Nothing seems to be helping. Um, He's got a friend slash agent that he's given a script to to try to sell it, but hadn't heard back. And then he's got the landlord at his apartment, you know, getting on his back because he owes money. And so, of course, he can't pay. Um, 
he to the point he, he sneaks out the window and locks it from the outside because part of the window's broken. Um, and he goes to this pancake vendor. He has barely enough to get that, so he tells him to leave the egg off. And but the vendor's nice, so he, he makes it like he normally does. And then there's a girl that works in a coffee shop across from this uh, from the vendor. Um, we get clues that it might be somebody from his past, like high school or something. He's got an interest in and has a flashbacks to her singing and he's in a club listening to her. But, um, you know, things are just kind of getting bad to the point that he's thinking about ending it all. So he goes to the top of the building and he's contemplating everything and he decides not to. Uh, he passes out when he wakes up, the old man at the vendor giving him food and talks to him and he explains the dreams he's having. And he says, well, you know, it's a dream. So when you're dreaming, just remind yourself that it's only a dream and you'll wake up. You know, something simple like that. So he ends up going to a market, contemplates stealing some food because, again, he doesn't have the money to pay for everything. But when he sees the little little security mirror and he sees himself, he's like, no, I'll just buy what I can. And so while he's eating, the girl from the coffee shop approaches him. You know, she recognizes him. But then suddenly she turns into that demon that's been chasing him and draws out a sword, stabs him, pushes him through the window, crashing into the shelves and whatnot. And then he finally does wake up, but he did literally get thrown, you know, but he noticed that the weapon that the demon had, he still has it. <laughs> and so it's like, hmm. And so he's carrying around, ends up going to like um, walking through a flea market area and people are trying to buy mm-hmm. it even one person tries to trade him like this is like a nice shiny gold piece of you know art or weapon this guy's trying to trade him for this old rusted knife or sword and he's like no nah. so he's going to a right. pawn shop and of course the pawn, the, the pawn shop he gets a little more money for it but he's like no nah, give me like thirty thousand and so he ends up just getting twenty thousand you know kind of short short changes himself but um so he gets this idea. So in my dream, I could just try to pull out artifacts and sell them and make money that way. And so he ends up doing that. Um, but he keeps going back to the same pawn shop. And so, you know, of course, at some point, these people are going to wonder, where is he getting all this stuff? Right. Um, but, I mean, he makes a good life for himself. He's living in a nice penthouse suite, got a nice, nice um, living set, set up. Um, and a lot of the items that he brings back, he has a whole room pretty much set up like a museum. So like the museum yeah. he stole most of the stuff from, he makes his own museum. Um, but then as life starts to kind of unravel, even though he does kind of achieve his goal of getting the girl, those dreams, you know, he cleans up. There's a moment in this that he kind of, he, 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 he falls asleep in his room and wakes up going, you know, just kind of walking the halls and the demon mm-hmm. starts chasing him. And so when he finally, you know, gets he gets stabbed in the shoulder this time with this, but he wakes up and has the the axe that he got that he got stabbed with. When he sells yeah. that, he has his own little Peter Parker from Spider Man Three moment where he's dancing, doing his little yeah. dance sequence, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Um, I don't think anyone you know because in Spider Man Three you have the moment where the women are like either in awe of him or like, what is this guy mm-hmm. doing? For the most right. part, everybody's looking at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> You know, and like he he goes to the shop, buys a new suit, sees a guy with like a pinstripe suit. So he buys his own. So he's basically living it up. And then, you know, but everything kind of comes on him, comes back to him, kind of like karma. Like you're still in the stuff, but karma comes back to him. 
And um, these people he's selling to starts get kind of starts questioning, like, how's he getting all this stuff, you know? Yeah. And so he's got to deal with them. And then he starts getting these injuries on his body, like the injuries he, he sustained in those dreams start to happen in real life. You know, the stab oh, on, okay. on the on the shoulder, cut yeah. on the face. And so he's starting to kind of have this little trippy, trippy moment. Um, but um, then his friend ends up being his assistant. So while he sleeps, he kind of hangs out until he brings back. He even goes and robs a bank, pulls all that money back in. And they, so it's like, man, he's getting full of himself now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but basically, everything Good starts. Job, kid. Don't get cocky. Right. <laughs> I'm like, just do, just do little small jobs. Keep it small. Um, but no, everything starts to kind of catch up to him. And it just, from that point, it just comes a question of how is he going to get out of this? <laughs> you know, is he going to survive? What's happening? These people he's selling these artifacts to, they're looking to take him out because. You know, I guess they're struggling. I don't somehow they pay all this money, but they want to know what he's got going on because he's apparently doing better than them. So that's what happens. Like you, I guess that's what happens in the world. If you're doing just okay to get by, you're cool. But once you start getting yeah. that next tax bracket, then people start wondering like what's going on. But um, it was an interesting movie. You know, it's thinking like if you're in a dream and you're holding something and then you wake up and it's in your hand, like that'd be kind of a cool thing. That would be kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. But then having a demon <laughs> running after you and then stabs with his weapon and you make yourself wake up and you still have it. Yes. But I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a story and a message by the end of it that um, okay. kind of brings everything full circle. Yeah. 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 But it's good. Netflix. There you go. Decent runtime. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh <clears throat> All right, so I'm not going to spend too much time, but I wanted to always talk about the movie I watched on HBO Max or just <laughs> Max, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Max. It's whatever, whatever you want it to be. Max, Cinemax, HBO Max. Yeah, taking it to the max. Yeah. Okay, I watched an HBO original on Max. According to there, read it from the poster. It says HBO original, but only on Max. Dun dun dun. But anyways, uh, it's called Reality. It's a it's a fictionalized account of the FBI interview of a reality winner. So it's a former American intelligence specialist was given the longest sentence for the unauthorized release of government information to the media about Russian interference in the 2016 elections via an email operation so what they did was with this and it's shot like a very it's so this is first time director tina satter's well movie it's her first movie there we Mm -hmm. go i'll get there can't quite um she also wrote the screenplay which is based on the basically the recording interview the transcript there we go it's essentially just the they t- just took the transcript, turned it into a screenplay okay. of when the FBI essentially approached reality winner at her house when she got home from the grocery store. And you can tell it's a first time director because one, you can tell because of the budget. 
you know, it's literally shot at one location at this house. Okay. It's shot at the exterior of this house. It's shot on the interior of this house. And that is it. Nowhere else. <laughs> Keep it simple. And because, and because uh, Reality Winter didn't have a whole lot of furniture, the like living room area is bare. So there's like, it's like, oh, set decoration. Done. White walls. Got it. Done. Yeah. It had the easiest job <laughs> to decorate the set. Yeah. Because uh, there's nothing there. No chair, no couches, no chairs, wow. nothing. Just roughing it. Like her bedroom has a bed and some furniture in there, but that's it. Yeah. So, and they, you know, bring this up during the movie. And uh, so it stars Sydney Sweeney as reality winner. Sydney Sweeney has been, if you watch Euphoria, she, uh, she's, she's in, on that show. She was all, She also played Olivia Mossbacher in The White Lotus. She was also Eden Spencer in The Hidden Tale, and she was. Uh, and she's done some uh, voice work as in uh, on Robot Chicken. So, but yeah, uh, she's in season one, by the way, of The White Lotus. If you're trying to picture her, and she played Snake in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So you know one of the one of Manson's girls. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it also stars Josh Hamilton as Agent Garrick and Marchant Davis as Agent Taylor, along with Benny Eldridge as Joe. And then they have just a couple of people here and there that you know that are FBI you know background actors for other FBI agents. But essentially, it, this could just be a play and just would have served just fine. But yeah. the way they were able to shoot this to where it, you know, made it more intimate because, you know, the, it's really kind of trying to focus in on the stress of being interrogated. And it's very interesting because this is just so, like, awkward at times. Like, the conversations mm-hmm. they're having are just so awkward because they're trying to talk because they're essentially the SBI's executing the search warrant so they're having to keep her outside the house um but she's like i have a dog in there can always bring the dog out and you know the dog doesn't like men yeah and also i have a cat it also doesn't like men (laughs) it's like i'm beginning it's like starting to see a pattern (laughs) it's just you know uh it is the acting is just so like succinct and you just feel uncomfortable watching this the entire time just because it just because you could just tell there's different kinds of tension going mm-hmm. on. It's like, whether they can, are they going to find something in there? Uh, you know, what all are they going to ask me about all these different things? And it's just so weird and just so uncomfortable at times. But a lot of it too, is the camera work that they use and, um, and just, Bring the you know how they move the camera in to show in, to uh, to show emotion. It's just very it's very well done. It is I mean it is there's not any action per se going in going on here, but it does it'll go from the narrative and then it'll go to like a wave file, like it like a picture of a, like an actual wave file from mm-hmm. like a recording, and, and then it'll show and then it'll cut away to like the transcript of, and then like highlight different things yeah. and the transcript while it's being said. So it's interesting you know, to let you know, Hey, 
we are not deviating from we're not taking liberties, so to speak. Yeah. It's not based on or you know, this is direct from this. Um and then uh, it'll also cut away to like where where were you during this? Oh well I was here doing this, and then it'll cut away to like an Instagram post that she had. It's yeah. like the actual Instagram post. So and you know, timestamp and all that. And so it's to show all these things. And it's very interesting how they uh, how they did that to show to kind of one to kind of break away, um, to break away from the, just the one-on-one, to kind of give you a, um, something else to look at, so to speak. But right. the acting is brilliant in this. Sydney Sweeney was amazing. Josh Hamilton was good. Marshawn Davis was good. He didn't have as much. He didn't have as many. He wasn't as prominent a role as uh, Josh Hamilton, but still very well done. The for it being her first feature, did an excellent job. Um, just pointed out, it didn't try to paint reality winner as um, as a villain. Didn't try to paint her as a uh, as like this hero or whatever. It just it was very kind of neutral. Mm-hmm. Just literally this, just the information. We just want to show you this, right? But also, she might have gotten hosed a little bit. <laughs> so like, there's a little bit of that, but that's mostly just for you to kind of. You know, uh, trying to take away from that um, at you know, kind of the end credits. It's the movie is an hour and twenty three minutes long, um, but it's if you want to watch some solid acting, I would recommend it. Uh, if you're interested in that sort of uh, movie yeah. topic, whatever you want to call it, then yeah, you'll you'll probably enjoy it. I didn't think it was bad. I enjoyed it. It was a good. Uh, a good look at character, you know, a good character acting and yeah. Reality on uh, an HBO original on Max. Max. <laughs> Maxed out. And that, well, I did also watch uh, Legions, the Legion of Superheroes or something like that on uh, on Max, whatever you want to call it. But I think it was bef- I watched it before it switched, so I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's PG. It's PG thirteen hour and twenty three minutes. It's fine. It's I'm not into the whole thirty first universe or whatever you want to call it, thirty first century, in which uh, Kara, um, Supergirl, goes back. Basically, Superman sends Supergirl to the thirty first century to train with the Legion of superheroes kind of hone her skills so she's not as clumsy whenever they're whenever they're trying to fight defeat bad guys as yeah. Batman but it, she's unhinged yeah. but it's 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 alright yeah I didn't dislike it we'll put it that way I didn't dislike it but it's not one I'm like oh my god that was amazing yeah. it was okay yeah it's alright so that's that's also available on Max if you like to watch it so that's real okay uh so we're taking a week off of, um, of multiverse movies that I'm aware of. I don't know because I haven't really seen much from Transformers, so who knows? Right. I, I Dom and Chris shows up at the end. That. I shouldn't discount that. Yeah. To my knowledge, we're taking a week off for multiverse movies before we uh, before we join the Flash and watch him f up the timeline yet again. They'll bring up the past version of Megatron. Yep. <laughs> Kill him again. Exactly. 
Really? Aw, Spark. <laughs> but no. Awesome. Uh, well, buddy, that's all I got. That's all I have, too. I haven't watched much TV. I'm meaning to catch up on Silo and then From, but I haven't done that. <laughs> I've been slacking so on Silo was Silo went bad. There's it's another one of those. Not oh, Some things happen, but not much. But yet you're still interested in what's going on because there's yeah. stuff going on city on fire is yeah it's good it's still still good i haven't gone back i need to get caught up on the white house plumbers on max mm-hmm. um i think that's the only one i'm uh, currently watching that i'm behind on i did watch uh i did watch love and death mm-hmm. the other uh was it candy armstrong anyways the, the uh tv show candy that had uh one mid series that had uh, Jessica Biel. This is the Max version with Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. And Patrick Fugit and Jesse Plemons and Lily Rape. That's also really good. Uh, David E. Kelly wrote this, wrote and produced this one. It's also really well done. Uh, seven episodes. So just a different take. I mean, we're not really even a different take. It's just a different, yeah, different kind of a different take, but it's still same result, obviously, because it's based on things that actually happened. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. Um, I think I both Jessica Biel and Elizabeth Olsen brought their own, you know, I don't want to say spin, but their own take on the character. I think I like Jessica Biel's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but Elizabeth Olsen did an outstanding job, though. So, boom. So that's what I would, yeah, that's what I've watched. Check it out. There we go. All right, my friend. I think we're wrapping up number two, double zero. Yep. 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 Neat bow. <laughs> a neat bow tie, even. <laughs> Just cook it. Straighten it up. <laughs> let, me, let me straighten it. Is that yeah. better? Come on. <laughs> a little itchy. No worries. All right, friends. Thank you for joining us for episode 200. Next week, we will have some Transformers. You know, Autobots, Decepticons, and some animals. Some beasts. Rolling out and transformations and probably a big sky beam at the end. Right. Probably. I'm sure. <laughs> Haven't seen one of those in a while. <laughs> probably a new in a new Lincoln Park uh track, I'm sure. Just dropped. Yeah. Just dropping. Just in time. <laughs> Oddly how they pair all those together. Well it all works in the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh All right, everybody, thank you for joining us. We will talk to you all next week. 200. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.